0: Hey, Jasmine Starr here, and I'm so happy you're tuning into the podcast today. Every single Wednesday afternoon for the past two and a half years, come on, let's give it up for some commitment. I've been hosting weekly live Q&A sessions on Facebook that I have aptly described and titled as Ask Me Anything, AMA for short. So during this time, we talk about life, business, social media, and everything on the in-between. Today is a recording from one of these sessions that I'm sure you're going to love. So bing, let's do this okay hi friends how are you welcome 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 um every week i sit here and i have conversations and i answer questions that i'm asked and talk about topics but before we do that because we're starting a new year in a new way question of the day y'all are you coffee or tea drinkers in 2021 i need to know that am i crazy for the amount of coffee that i drink or should I really go that T route? That's gonna be the question of the day. But as you guys are here, let me know where you guys are watching from. I want to say hello. But today, let's chat about something very specific, how to create a hashtag strategy for your business. Now, I know hashtags on platforms like Facebook, they don't work as well as hashtags do, say on YouTube or on Instagram or on Twitter. But either way, understanding hashtags is a really powerful way to get exposure for your business. So I don't know about you, but, definitely raise your hand if you've ever been frustrated by hashtags. Truth of the matter is you're not alone, but they actually are really effective at getting people to see your content if they otherwise would not have. So the main question becomes like hashtags can be hard until now, but the thing I don't want to happen is I don't want you to scratch your head wondering if you're doing it right. More than anything, I don't even want you not doing it because you feel like they're not working. What I want to do is make sure that we are focused on getting solutions around getting more exposure for your business. But going back to the question of the day, Joanne says she's had two cups this morning and Courtney Carey says she does iced coffee. That's great. This morning I did have iced coffee. I've moved on to my morning shake. This is just what I do y'all. Like I'm so predictable. But I use and do things that work. This shake, Powers me through for a few hours every morning. That's what I eat for breakfast every single day. And I, because I do things at work, I really want to get into what the hashtag strategy is. So I break them down. And this can be a little bit small to see, but I'm going to try my best. So I break it down into five Things that we're gonna be focusing on, four things that we're focusing on. Searchable terms, geographic searches, location searches, and industry searches. Now, for those of you who are like, okay, where is that document? I actually created a very free document because I was getting so many questions and I wanna go deep with answers. And more than anything, I want to guide you towards the hashtags and then get very specific on what you should do. So we included the best way for you to come up with your 30 hashtags. And I even included a free video in that. So This is going to be the main thing that I want to walk away from, is that hashtags are there for discoverability. Hashtags do not mean that if you use hashtags, you're going to get more engagement, no. Right now, hashtags are just for discoverability. If your content is good and if your content sticks out, then that's what's going to get people to talk back to you. That's going to be a different conversation that we're going to loop back to in a couple weeks. But right now, what I want you to do is start deploying on a hashtag strategy. Like I mentioned before, the hashtag strategy is free. This is a guide that's going to walk you through how to find the best 30 hashtags for your business. You can find that at jasminestar.com forward slash hashtag strategy. I want you walking through that. And what I want you to do now is us diving into questions that are going to expedite your business as we go into the new year. Uh, Chelsea says, I've been trying to use strategies for hashtags, but I never know how big to go. Well, we recommend to use as many hashtags that pertain to your post, right? So if if I decide to take a picture of my morning smoothie and then I hashtag that with LeBron James, Well, that doesn't make sense because LeBron James isn't in my photo, nor is the photo related to anything basketball related. What you want to do is make sure that you use as many hashtags that are going to be related to what is in the photo or what is in the caption of your text. Now, when you say how big you should go, I also definitely recommend keeping your hashtag searches to less than 500,000 entries because you absolutely, like honestly, I would never use the hashtag, hashtag smoothie because it has millions and millions of posts in it. It would be very hard for my content to get discovered with that. I might use gluten-free smoothie, or purple smoothie, or vegetable-only smoothie. I might use hashtags that are more pertaining, they're smaller, but pertain specifically to what I'm talking to. Brooke Davis says, oh, you need to share that shake recipe. You guys, it is not for the faint of heart. This smoothie recipe doesn't taste good, but it's so filling. So what this is, and it's very, very low in sugar. So it's four ounces of almond milk, four ounces of water, like one tablespoon of hemp seeds, one tablespoon of chia seeds, one tablespoon of almond butter, one tablespoon of coconut butter, a half a cup of blueberries, a half of a walnut, and a tablespoon of pumpkin seeds. I know it's high and fat, but it just keeps me full until like maybe like one o'clock. So there you go. Okay. Denise asked, does hashtags work on guides in reels? Yes. At this point in time, you can discover reels and you could discover guides in the discover tab of Instagram. The more that you can index for Instagram, what that guide is about or what your reel is about. Absolutely. I would add them to the posts. Um, Aaron asked, how about hashtags on regular posts versus hashtags on reels? Is there a difference? No, there's not a difference. It's like a reel and a post are the same thing. It's called inventory. This is part of the Instagram algorithm is that you're giving the algorithm inventory to judge what they should be showing to other people. So if you're using hashtags to get into those conversations, they work in the same way. Okay. So Danae said, I'm in a cycle of being afraid to set goals because I'm scared I won't meet them. Do you have any advice? And the advice that I'm going to pass along is something that my mom always told me. She said, if you don't have a destination, you will never be happy or know when you arrive. Like, I don't believe that when you set a goal for yourself, you have to do it in a specific amount of time. Like, obviously, I set goals for 2021 and I encourage business owners to set goals. But if I don't hit those goals, it doesn't mean that anything is wrong with me or my ability to succeed. I really genuinely believe that. I believe that as business owners, we are responsible for the effort. We are not responsible for the outcome. We are responsible to work like hitting our goals depends on us. And whether we hit those goals or not, that depends on somebody else. The question I have to ask myself again and again, in order to hit my goals, am I making decisions? Am I showing up? Am I staying true to the idea of where I want to be? If I have a goal that social curator grows to be X amount of members by the end of the year, and if I do everything I possibly can, I'm launching with strategy, I'm going live, I'm putting out free content, I'm building up my newsletter list, I'm showing up again and again. Whenever there's a new social platform, I'm going to get on that as well. Like Shout out to Clubhouse. You can find me on Clubhouse at Jasmine Star. Why? I'm trying to find different avenues and mechanisms for me to grow the business. If I do Do those things, and I do not hit my annual goal for new members. I did my best. I am responsible for the effort. I am not responsible for the outcome. Danaya and anybody else who wants or needs to set goals, I encourage you to do that heavily and strategically. Let's dive into a question from Unique Blast. For those just starting to grow a Facebook page, what kind of posts, videos, or things to post? Well, This is really great because the answer depends on, number one, your business, and number two, your followers. Because the fact of the matter is, you can show me two businesses that sell the exact same thing, but the way that that business owner shows up is going to be different for their customers. So let's just say there's two people who are selling, let's just say, hair care. Now, if I was selling hair care, there's a really good chance that I would do videos on how to do my hair. Why? I think I'm probably better on video than I am in a written post. Now, the same product with somebody else who could be such a great captivating copywriter, they might do a post because their readers actually just wanna go through and not see a video, they would actually wanna see a post. So, the answer is number one, it depends on your business and two, depends on your strengths and what your followers wanna see. Your strengths, what your followers want to see. Okay. so. How do you know what your followers want to see? You put out testing content. If you are on my Facebook page or if you go to my YouTube channel, if you go to Instagram, if you go to Clubhouse, if you go to Twitter, I am testing the way that my content performs on each of those platforms. So let's just take, for example, my Facebook page. At this current point in time, I am testing live video to see how people are responding to that. Now my live video is what we call long form video. I usually come up every single week and I chat around 25 minutes. That's a long video for a social platform. So I'm testing long form live video. I am also at minimum twice a week putting out produced videos. So this is me working with a videographer producing a video anywhere from four to six minutes. I am also testing getting kind of like silly, um, quick videos that are around 30 seconds. So think about this as like a TikTok or an Instagram reel. I want to see how are they performing for me on Facebook? Are we getting that engagement? And I'm also testing just a photo and copy post. I am actually just looking at the analytics. What are people interested in and what do they want to learn? So anybody who's interested on what do I post on my Facebook page or Any social platform that you're on, the first things first is just to test to see what people are interested in and then double down on that. I'll be very honest with you. What works really well on my Facebook page is long form live video, a video just like this long form. But in the month of December, I I took a break from social media. I also took a break for the holidays. So there's this gap where I wasn't coming on Facebook and I could totally see in my engagement and in my reach when I went in this morning and I was looking at Facebook analytics. I was like, whoa, girl, you took a hit on Facebook and I did. And guess what? I'm not daunted, I'm not overwhelmed. I'm like, okay, I better hit it hard. So every single week in January, I'm gonna make sure that I do the thing I've always done. At minimum, one long form video. Why? That's what people respond to on my page the best. So we're gonna keep on trying that and see how it goes. Okay, let's get into some more live questions. Denise Barboza, can you explain guides more, please? So Denise, if you're a member of Social Curator and anybody who's watching who's a member of Social Curator, we have a bonus that dropped on the inside of Social Curator. It is a guide to using Instagram guides to grow your business and get customers. So Instagram launched a feature called Guides. Basically, Guides is a quick way to aggregate Instagram posts that are going to benefit your followers. So for instance, I post on Instagram at minimum once a day. I have a lot of different posts going out. But sometimes people come to me and they're like, Jasmine, I really just want to learn about, hypothetically, Instagram Reels. Well, I could say, oh, well, you can look at this post from a month ago and this post from three weeks ago. But people aren't in the the game of searching a lot. What they want is a one-stop shop. So what I did was I created an Instagram guide on Instagram Reels. And what I did was I aggregated, I organized all of my Instagram Reels related posts and I put it in a neat guide. I'm also working on one. I get a lot of questions. I do occasionally talk about my adoption. I adopted a daughter earlier in um, 2020 and I have a mix of posts talking about that journey and a lot of times people ask me questions about adoption and sometimes I don't I can't go as deep as I want to so what I'm planning on doing is I'm going to put out three educational posts about my adoption journey and once I have that I'm going to put it in a guide so when everybody when everybody, when anybody like sends me a direct message and say hey did you use a lawyer did you use an agency what are some of the benefits I can say check out this Instagram guide so right there on Instagram they can go through and look through all those things that they want but I also created a guide on Instagram reels what am I trying to do is I'm trying to position my business to be the solution to their questions then, as a result of that, I'm able to build trust with viewers. Now, if somebody happens to go through I like, I trust Jasmine more, maybe there's a high likelihood that they'll leave a comment on one of my posts. Maybe they'll send me a direct message. Maybe they'll vote on one of my polls on stories. All of those actions are indicating to the Instagram algorithm that that person, as a result of them trusting me, is engaging with my account. And when somebody engages with my account, it's indicating to the algorithm that they want to see more of that type of content, but specifically that type of content for me. This is how you turn your followers into customers. Friends, a lot of moving pieces here, a lot of information that I'm gonna start going deep into 2021, really talking about the algorithm. Because an algorithm isn't just prevalent on Instagram. The algorithm exists on Facebook, an algorithm exists on Twitter, an algorithm exists on YouTube. Algorithms are the way that social media shows you what you wanna see. So how then do we get our content to stick out? All of this, I'm just building it up. It's like that slow burn to talk about how to stick out in the algorithm because in 2021, that's where I'm going deep. That's where I'm going deep. Okay, I see people commenting about Clubhouse. I am on Clubhouse. You can find me at Jasmine Star. And um, some people, it is, at this point in time, it's invite only, but they've been putting out more and more invites. Clubhouse is this really great app for constant learning and conversations. So, Think of the Clubhouse as an app that is just a live conversation that you can listen in on. So each room will have a few moderators or like a host. So very similar right now. Um, people are asking me questions and I give answers. So a couple nights ago, I've been creeping on Clubhouse for a few weeks, and I'll be very honest, I was really nervous. Like I, I I was just kind of like watching. I was creeping. I'm like, how does this work? Is this gonna work for me? So I spent a few weeks just watching, 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 and then a couple nights ago. I reached out to my team and I said, I want to do a test run on Clubhouse. So I'll set up a private room and we're just going to kind of run with it. And the team said, "Okay." And so then I this was like three, two nights ago. It was a Monday night. I logged into Clubhouse and I set up a mock room just so I could start practicing. And I ended up saying, let's just go live. I'm going to go live. I don't know how it works. And it was, it was probably like seven o'clock at night. I just put the baby down. It was like seven o'clock at night. I was like, I'm just going to try it. Let's just see. And so number one thing that I did is I did have a topic already in my mind because I thought that I would go live on clubhouse and then nobody would be there. So, and the thing about clubhouse is that your conversations don't save. Like the only way that people can hear what you have to say is if they're live. And I was like, well, if nobody shows up, Nobody, like I didn't lose anything. So I just went live on clubhouse and I started talking about taking messy action, scrappy action and hungry action. And that showing up without being perfect. And that action is the thing that leads to clarity. Action is the antidote to fear. I was afraid. So instead of me just thinking about clubhouse, I was like, you know what? Forget it. I'm going live. I ended up doing a 35 minute impromptu Q and a session of people just asking questions. And that's when I saw the power of clubhouse a different social platform that is honing my ability to share content in a way that people want to and learn from. So um, I'm still testing the waters. I don't have a strategy quite yet, but I have been watching that Instagram just launched a feature that looks exactly like Clubhouse. Like you come on and you host live chats and it's audio only. Come on. So you know that if Instagram is making a feature on their app to go head to head with the competition from Clubhouse, you know that there's something very powerful in connecting there. Okay. Let's get into a few of the questions. Uh, Katka, do you prioritize when you have a lot of things to do and that are part of your business? And the answer is 100% Yes. I truly wish that I had four more hours in a day. heck I wish I had I wish I had one more hour in my day there's not enough hours in our day so absolutely you have to prioritize now there are some days where I make a list of things that I say I absolutely have to do but that's not enough because things come up in your day or things are unexpected so what I'll do is I'll prioritize what needs to get done and when so today i looked at all of my priorities and all of my tasks and then i realized i have a meeting in the middle of the day and yesterday i had oral surgery i don't know if you guys can still kind of see i have my hair like a little bit here um i had oral surgery so i had to take the entire day off yesterday and i'm on painkillers so if this conversation doesn't make sense we can always blame the painkillers i'm kidding I'm totally kidding. But um, what I had to do was move the tasks that were yesterday. I had to move on them over today, which means that I then, there's just too many tasks to get done in one day. So what do I have to do? I have to prioritize what needs to get done. Other people are dependent on those tasks. Those are what's going to be first. And then I need to prioritize coming live because I made a commitment that I was going to come live every single week. And that then became a priority, and so I'm going to get off this call, then I have 30 minutes to work uninterrupted, and then JD and I are going to be heading to a meeting, we'll be out for a couple hours, I'm going to come back, and guess what? I'm going to go back to my list of priorities. This is the way we get it done and how we get it done. Priorities, 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 and then giving myself grace if I can't get everything I want to get done in a day. Terry said, when you shifted from photography to social media, how did you shift your website to talk to people different than you did your photography clients? So anybody who is in the process of pivoting or doing something different in their life or business, it's gonna be super important to understand that I never put pressure on new adventures in my business. I call this the golden egg. It's, like, it's the golden egg approach is like there's a nursery rhyme. Oh, it's the goose that laid the golden egg. And you couldn't ever lose the goose that laid the golden egg because the golden egg was your thing. At the time when I was solely a photographer, my golden egg was photography. I had photography clients I worked with art directors and magazine editors, and guess what I also did? I also worked with other photographers who wanted to build a business similar to mine. The golden egg, aka our biggest revenue generator, was photography. If I started creating other content, which I was to start testing the water for a different iteration of my business, the responsibility was on me to create a separate website to do the thing that I wanted to do. So at the time, I still had my photography business going. I decided to start an Instagram course. I'm like, I'm going to sell this Instagram course and let me just see how it goes. Don't worry, I'm not pitching you the Instagram course because I don't have it anymore. We, it was a great run and then we retired it. But at the time, instead of putting that Instagram course on jasminestar.com, I put that Instagram course on its own URL, on its own website, Then I created another course, like a business and branding course called the path to profitability. And guess what I did? I put it on its own website. I never wanted to confuse my audience and I never wanted to ruin the golden egg. It wasn't until I was ready to retire from being a wedding photographer, and I retired in 2016, at the end of 2016, that was my last official wedding season. Now, I am still a photographer. I am still taking photos. In fact, in just two weeks, we have a massive photo shoot For Social Curator, we're bringing our photography team and myself and our production team. Paige is actually on this chat with me right now. She's one of our content producers. She's gonna be at the shoot as well. So I still get to do the thing that I love, but now there's no confusion. What is now our golden egg? The golden egg is Social Curator. And Social Curator sits on socialcurator.com. And Social Curator has all its own social media handles, like Social Curators on Facebook and Instagram. So what am I doing? I'm making sure that we're keeping things certain and positive. And guess what's going to happen? In 2021, we're going to launch something else in the business. But guess what? It's already sitting on its own website. Why? We want to prioritize what is our main focus, speak to our audience the same way, not confuse anybody, and then slowly start introducing different ways that feed into the golden egg. Was that clear? I just want to make sure that, that that we got that going on. Okay, let's go into another one of our questions. Amy Phillips asked, When clients sign up for my email, what kind of content should I send them to hook them and show them that I care? So I think that was what has happened so strongly, let's just look at it as a decade from 2010 to 2020, there was this whole massive shift in the way that humans interacted on the internet. Now, mind you, the internet at, in 2010, And heck, the internet in 2021, it's still very new. But what happened in a decade from 2010 to 2020 was that social media changed us as human beings. How we speak, how we act, what we show. Now, social media highlights, like if you were already like a really nice person who liked to have a lot of fun, social media just highlighted the fact that you were a nice person and liked to have fun. Now, if you were a jerk in real life, Social media highlights the fact that you're a jerk or that you're selfish or that you're rude or that you're mean. All social media does is it magnifies already who you are and what you do. And oftentimes the psychology of business owners said, oh, well, it's about my fans. How many followers do I have? How many comments am I getting? How many videos do I have go viral? And that then became currency, what we thought was important from a social or business component. But one thing that I learned pre-social media, so I started a business without social media and then I was able to add social media to expand the business and brand. But the thing that I learned before is the same thing that has been true every single year, year after year, and something I'm double downing. I'm going to go triple hard on caring about people. I'm going to triple down on the foundation of any good business and it is not how many fans you have, how many followers you have, how many likes you have. And I'm not saying that to like sound good. I'm not saying that to be freaking inspirational. I'm saying that because your business will go farther with two people who genuinely care about your business than trying to get 200 people to care about what you have to say. So when we talk about like, what do I tell people on my newsletter list? What do I tell people on social media? You show them you freaking care. That's it. 100%. You're going to show them that you care in relation to what it is your business does. So if I sold hair care, I would show people that I care about them by teaching them how to take better care of their hair. If I sold dog food, I would create content to highlight how to be better friends with your dog. How to make your own at-home dog food. And just in case you don't have time, you you can buy from my dog food store. How to bake your own homemade holiday treats for your dog. What am I doing? Create, 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 create to show that I care. What I do as a business owner who wants to empower business owners, small business owners, you and me. I share everything I know. I don't have a hidden secret. I don't have anything behind a paywall. I show up every single week and I post every single day and I share everything I know. But I do this because I can never have people join Social Curator without first tasting a little bit about who I am or what I do and or what the team provides because as we chat here live now there's one or two members of the social curator team typing and responding back to you why because if anybody at ever certain point in time in the future decided to invest to get resources from social curator you got it you people on the internet need to know it need to trust it need to engage with it far before they ever come to a customer so if you're asking what do I share on my newsletter list show them you care Share what you know, show it all, show it again and again and again. That's how you build trust and you convert people to customers. Okay friends, I have officially gone over that 25 minute mark. I have just a few minutes that I can do to hang on to my daily schedule, my list of priorities, make sure that I stay on track. I am saying thank you, namaste, gracias. I hope you guys have a great day. I look forward to what this year has in store. I hope that kick in the pants Q&A was exactly what you needed today. When I go live and give my advice to business owners in all different industries, I'm not worried about being liked. I just want to give people the best tools to grow their business. And I hope that that happened for you today as well. So you can be sure to tune into my weekly Ask Me Anything sessions live. You can follow me on Facebook and Instagram and any other social platform at Jasmine Star. Until next time, I'll talk to you soon.